Hello again, boys and girls, and welcome back to Soul to Soul Sunday. This is the Soul Summary. I am Donna Gales, and I continue to be your teacher's aide in this classroom of life, and I'm thankful for the opportunity to share not just my stories, but your stories as well as we join together on this journey and share experiences that make us all better for having spent time together, right? And so today, if you had an opportunity to listen to the Noonday Nugget, you'll remember that I talked about the really, really common verse that many people discuss when we're talking about gifts and talents, to whom much is given, much is required. And it's absolutely true. When you have an abundance of talent and gifts and uh, finances and all of the things that make life more enriched, when we have abundance of those things, the expectation is that we share them and that we create a different experience for others as a result of what we've been given, right? And so as we consider that conceptually, I shared my revelation about not just gifts, not just monies, not just talents, but grace as well. We live this life day to day. And as the world changes and social social media becomes more impactful by the minute, it seems, and people sometimes lose thought of what is actually valuable, I am reminded that we have all experienced situations in life where we have been less than proud. We have all had experiences in our lives that have rendered us in the wrong. We've made choices that have not honored who we like to be in the grandest scheme of things. And so we have all been extended grace, right? And we've all had situations where we know for sure that the outcome should have been far more negatively impacting but through the grace of God our situations were not made as difficult as they could have been because of grace extended to us whether that been through what we perceive in that moment directly the grace of God or if the grace of God was extended through a person who could have um, treated us differently all of those things all of those things, I would say that we have at least had one experience where we can acknowledge that things should have been different based on our own choices, on our own outcomes and our own actions. However, grace was extended to us and we did not get what we deserved. That in and of itself is something to be very thankful for. But more than that, it's something that we have to be responsible with. And this came to me as I was, again, walking from my headquarters and I was just thinking about a number of different experiences that had uh, been coming my way, things I had gone through, things I was processing. And the Holy Spirit just reminded me that I am not currently who I've been previously. And that means that I have grown, I have changed, I have learned some lessons that have allowed me to move differently to exist differently, to be different. And that is a gift. And I'm thankful for that. But as I receive and respond to that gift, I am reminded that I have to be responsible with that. Because there are people 
who I will encounter that aren't where I am. Some of the people that I encounter will be where I was. And because of that, because of having a clear understanding of where that was and now why that was, I have a responsibility to be more sensitive, to extend grace to people who are where I have been. And I want to say that again, because so many of us remove ourselves from situations, circumstances, and distance ourselves from our past in such a way that we forget who we've been. And God has given us the opportunity to change and to be challenged and to grow. And we should be thankful for that. But we should also honor that we have much more growing to do and that our experience includes those who have not yet come to the place of that growth in their own lives. Not that they won't, not that they can't, but that they haven't yet. And we are responsible for remembering when we weren't at that place and being sensitive, not just to our own experiences, but being sensitive to the fact that someone gave us an opportunity to grow. Someone covered us when we should have been left uncovered and exposed and all of the other things that could have damaged us greatly. We often interact with people and we treat them as if we've never been anything but what we are today. Not only is that a misstep, it is also unfortunate because we all have been given grace. Whether we choose to acknowledge it or not, it is a fact that we have all experienced grace in our lives. I had a very personal experience with a story, um, a couple of things, and, and I'll wrap this up quickly. Many of you know that Laura Branker, who was my friend and personal um, business mentor, passed away on May 11th. And it was very difficult to process mentally because it was not on my radar that she wouldn't recover and just be as vivacious and vibrant and full of life and experience and knowledge and wisdom to share. It just never occurred to me that she would not recover from the illness. It never occurred to me that her life would come to such an abrupt halt. But when it did, it kind of knocked the wind out of me. And I was experiencing a number of things around that same time. And, And while very unfortunate, it gave me some ability to see things differently, which I can honestly say was one of the wonderful things I loved about Laura because no matter what I brought to her as experience, as details, as um, problems, she always gave me a different perspective and that was so valuable because sometimes we believe the only way is the way that we think. Sometimes we get so regimented in our, our own process that we feel like the best information is the information that we have, not acknowledging that there are many solutions outside of the realm of our thinking because we're just one person. And there are millions of ways, literally, for things to pan out that we may not consider. But having perspective from someone else often helps us do 
more thinking, more digging, and more growing. I said all of that to say that during uh, Laura's memorial service, which was absolutely beautiful, a dear friend of hers shared some stories about how they met. And what I understood of Laura was just a personification of grace. She was just beautifully graceful and very uh, mild-mannered and just very easy to to get along with was my experience with her and my perception. And so as her dear friends told story after story and loved ones shared how beautifully they had been uh, enriched by her presence in their life, one of her dear friends shared a story about how uh, they had taken a visit to a part of the country that is predominantly white, 99.9%, I believe he said, the population is um, Caucasian. And the 1% is all the domestic help. And he shared that when he went to introduce uh, Laura to his family, his son and grandson, his grandson welcomed him, hugged him, and greeted him and asked him if Laura was his new nanny. He shared that story because it was so much of what Laura displayed to the world. He said that in that moment, he was absolutely embarrassed and she gave him a reassuring squeeze to the arm to let him know that it was okay that this experience was happening and that she was going to be who she always had been. And while she did not um, have to, she did engage with the young boy and said, no, I'm not your new nanny, but I am here to play with you. And they played for over an hour, he said, in the yard, just having a joyous time of being two people, you know, and he shared further that further that when she had every right to be angry, she had every right to be offended. She chose not to be. She chose not to be. She chose grace and she chose to make the situation what it should have been, something beautiful and something to teach someone something in a different way. Obviously, the young, the young boy did not have experience with African-American people that saw them, that allowed him to see them as anything other than help. However, he had a new experience with a beautiful person inside and out that helped him see a different situation. And I shared that story because it's fresh in my mind, although I have many stories of my own. I, I wanted to share that because for me, it was such a powerful representation of grace because we have so many circumstances that we are absolutely justified in taking a lower road. When I say justified, I mean, if we're going tit for tat, if we're, if we're exchanging evil for evil, if we're doing uh, what many people do and choose to take the opportunity to justify actions, but we're not, we're not looking to justify things. We're looking to grow and be the best that we can. We're looking to break the jar. We're looking to have experiences that allow us 
to be the best that we can be outside of anyone's limitations. And so when I heard that story yesterday, it made me think of this very topic that came to mind last week when I was at headquarters, to whom much is given, much is required. We've been so blessed with grace beyond measure in many situations. I've had this conversation with friends of mine before. When I recognize behaviors that are unsavory in other people, I often (laughs) go to the place that says, Donna, you are not who you have been before. You are not um, the same. You've you've made changes and, and to God be the glory that you have. But remember when you weren't this person. Remember when you had lots of growing to do. Remember when you had lots of challenges. Remember when you were so afraid and so insecure and so um, worried about what other people thought and, and trying to fit in and all those things. Remember those times, no matter how long ago they were. Remember, you are not always going to be the person that you are. And I say that in the context of looking back and looking forward. Today, I am not the Donna who existed at age 39 or 29 or 19. And at 49, I am not the Donna that will exist at 59 and 69 and 79 by the grace of God should I live that long. But my point is that we have all been somewhere we prefer not to reflect upon. But it is necessary for us to reflect upon those places so that we can extend grace to people who are in those places as we encounter them. It is not for us to look down on a person. It's not for us to be harsh or judgmental to that person. It is for us to have a sensitivity to that person that allows them to grow like we have. We can't take away from someone else the opportunity to grow. We should rather be contributing to that. I've said it before and I'll continue to say it. We have been given the grace to get through a situation so that we can extend the same. People come to us at a point in their experience that we can be helpful to them or they can be helpful to us. Oftentimes it's an exchange. We're learning and we're teaching. And so I encourage you through this summary of my soul to be mindful of the grace that you've received so that you can be a good steward of the grace you have to give. I can honestly say 100% confident that when we choose to extend grace, not only do we make someone else's situation better and afford them an opportunity to do something different that will change their life, it will also give us an opportunity to utilize a measure that changes our lives as well. So as we move forward into this week, I am asking you to strongly consider the grace that you've been given so that you can be a vessel of that grace to someone else. And as I say all of the time, if you listen, boys and girls, it just might change your world. It's changing mine. And I want you to know that leading with love, breaking the jar, is not as easy as it sounds. It's just not always going to be a smooth process, but it will always, always be worth it. We always have to do the needful to go beyond our limitations because 
that's where the blessings really reside outside of being encapsulated into what someone else thinks we should do, thinks we should be. We have to break that jar and become all that we were created to be and shine in a way that lights up the world. So remember, until the next time, continue to shine and break that jar.